welcome to Trailer Autopsy. I'm Paul Caliver. I'm Anthony McCormack. Uh, so every so often, uh, when there's lots of trailers out, uh, we like to talk about the trailers that are coming out for the movies that we autopsy. When the trailer uh, dispersion hits critical mass, you and I, we get we get up early. <laughs> we brew some coffee and we like you know we take two or three minutes to go through uh, what I imagine is just a small number of trailers. <laughs> We've hit peak trailer, Anthony. Oh my gosh, we have hit peak trailer. So we were up at nine a.m. this morning. Oh, so early to do to go through the Super Bowl. Uh, flurry of trailers. So many trailers. It's midnight now. We've just gotten through them all. <laughs> Uh, which is crazy because the broadcast was only three hours. Yeah. So it's uh, incredible. Uh, <laughs> we, we I do- don't know how they fit it all in. It's yeah. like some sort of, it's like that, what's that Christian Bale movie where he hides his ammo in some negative space? Oh. The K- Katana movie. Gun cutter. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um, I think the equalizer. I think, I think that's what it's called. I think most of the time spent in the last uh, hours have just been rewinding and watching the dancing shark. Oh, Katie, was- if you haven't seen Katy Perry's performance in the Super Bowl, that it was is yeah, just tremendous. Oh, if, just if you haven't, best. you've probably absorbed it through pop cultural osmosis because yeah. it's everywhere. And those sharks, those sharks were a definite highlight. Oh, I was like, I was loving it from the start. Like, I was like, because it was, it was 12.10, all right, in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And I, at 12.30, Tony Abbott, Australia's Prime Minister, as we speak. Yep. <laughs> was about to give a, a, a leadership address, like a speech. Yep. And I was like, well, I want to watch that, but I guess I'll watch the Super Bowl halftime until, oh my God. I was like, I am not switching over. I don't yeah. care if Tony Abbott... You know, starts early or whatever. I'm finishing this this Perry business. Just imagine all of your favorite flavors just bombarding your face all at once in a flurry of sound and noise and color, and and that's the Super Bowl halftime show. And then you change channels, and it's a an old man standing there going, uh, 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 <laughs> "Stick now- with me." Cause, uh- and then you switch back and it's just... <laughs> if Tony Abbott had started his speech on top of a massive puppeted tiger... Yeah. That would have been a step in the right direction. And then at the National Press Club had dancing sharks backing him up. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be in less leadership trouble than he is now. Just D- saying. Yeah. Did we mention to our international guests that he's in leadership trouble? <laughs> so much trouble. You might have heard already that he's a terrible prime minister. <laughs> the good news is his friends and colleagues have finally gotten yeah, on to the that. consensus is growing. So anyway, so Katy Perry happened. And I feel we've been on that for a rewind just over and over. So wonderful. I Missy Elliott anyway. And then we're like, well, that's, there's so many. There's a, there's a couple. There's a couple of trailers. Yeah, yeah one or two. Uh, and so we, we found, uh, well, credit to Slash Film, did the, you know, requisite, here's all the Super Bowl movie trailers in YouTube form. All together. Three pages. I then, where we watched them all, and it, I swear it took us, it like literally took us about an hour yeah. to watch them all. Just the sheer volume. Uh, and then uh, we were like, oh, let's just write a quick list. It was a there's heaps of them. It's like fifteen different trailers. And and what this makes me want to do is say, what is the movie that is not 
you know, doing its trailer during the Super Bowl because they don't even need a Super Bowl trailer. You know that's, what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm attracted to that movie. That's insane. That's I, what I want. And we saw like all the release dates. I mean, these are the American release dates, but like June, July. It's all yeah. summer blockbusters. There are going to be so many movies this year. It's going to be like it's going to be like opening box office on the Thursday. Seven films yeah. are all competing for that slice of the pie. I predict there's going to be some statistic at the end of the year where every movie has, you know, broken no records whatsoever. Like there's no money going to any specific movie, and yet ticket sales generally, yeah, are, are huge. And and we, how does that work? Uh, well, because they, they say last year, 2014, was a year of, like, no blockbusters or no big... There was, like, no film that grossed over a certain amount or whatever. Mm. But then there was also a movie studio. I forget which one. I want to say maybe Universal. Uh, it was basically they had no oh, film. Yeah, this is true. This that is was, true. Uh, the budget was over something like $200 million or something yeah. like that. So, there were no, uh, like, categoric blockbusters, but the studio made more profit. Which is fantastic and good for Universal. Yeah. Um, and it's fantastic for them, of them, that they, you know, they did this year. It, it makes you feel like you could make a movie about Universal's 2014 and call it Money Screen. Yeah. Was it Universal? I forget which one I it think was. It, it was Universal because yeah. the, the talk about it was that they managed 2014 without a Jurassic World. And now in 2015, they have <laughs> yeah. a Jurassic World. C- should I just shoot off some of these names? Just hit them. A- hit me with them. Terminator Genesis, Ted 2, Tomorrowland, Unfinished Business, Seventh Son, Kingsman the Secret Castle. Secret Castle? Secret Service. Why did I write the Secret Castle? I don't know. That's I thought my brain at work. I thought you were combining movies. Yeah. I clearly... You know how sometimes you start writing something? And you and just you switch, keep going. Yeah, you switch off your brain and then you yeah. look back at the page. Yep. I actually wrote a note uh, to my wife saying, could you please pass the sugar, honey, uh, for breakfast? Uh, uh, But instead of saying, can you please pass the sugar, honey, I wrote, you're ruining my life. (laughs) (laughs) Just when you switch off. I don't don't have a wife. I I, I made that up. Uh, Minions. We didn't watch Minions. Oh, well, too bad. (laughs) Uh, We don't have time. Jurassic World, Inside Out, Hot Time Time Machine uh, 2, Furious 7. Fifty Shades of Grey, Insurgent. Wow, that's insane. So let's uh, let's go bottom up. So we watched Insurgent first. It was just us for thirty seconds. But what? It was what? <laughs> it was what's happening? Ever increasing what? Now, now, have you watched the first movie in the Divergent I series? No, Divergent. Have yeah. I have not either. I have <laughs> I have seen the. Um, is it everything wrong with perhaps? Or oh, the, like the honest trailer, right? If you see one of these on YouTube, you don't need to watch the actual movie. You you get all the plot points. Yeah, yeah. But I understand that it's it's very it's it's of that genre. The the YA is is the term that they you know yeah, yeah. young adult is is what they throw it at sometimes in a it's I think it's in like a patronizing kind of way. It's kind of like in the in the search for what's the next Hunger Games. Yeah, like it, we had kind of Harry Potter, Twilight, Hunger Games. In theory, this was meant to be it, but I think, at least in Australia, Divergent came here, but with not much fanfare. Like, they well, haven't yeah. thrown the marketing behind it that you would see for the past, you know, these past I felt like there was, there was week one fanfare. There were right. people saying, oh my God, you got to see this. And then there was nothing ever again. I It passed with 
like I didn't know it came out. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, I I saw posters on the sides of buses, and I thought, I wonder when they're going to tell us what that movie's about. Yeah. This is how entitled I am <laughs> as a consumer. But I, oh, yeah. when's that going to come to me? Yeah, I wonder whether they'll maybe they'll. I mean, they're making the second one, so I guess maybe they'll be a bigger fanfare for this. I don't yeah. know. I, mean, I think that would be interesting. Where a movie franchise kind of they're like well we'll just keep making the movies and people will find it eventually anyway someone that just progressively is jumping through things that are ex- disappearing and, and, yeah disappearing it, it was one of the strangest things ever it was because usually what you what you get with an ad is that you're confused at the start but then you i want to know more yeah. and by the end of the ad oh now i know Right, that's how it's like a funnel. If you mm. think of this, this was like an ever-expanding outwards funnel of the opposite yeah. degree. Where at the start of the, it's like, oh, I kind of know what's happening. I know what's going on, and then and then suddenly I didn't know what was happening, and, <laughs> uh, and it got right. worse from and there. I knew less, and then I knew less, and then I. Kate what? Kate Winslet was there, and then she wasn't, and then <laughs> yeah, she wasn't, yeah. and and it was Shailene Woodley who's the heroine. And and I get excited about her because she was almost in a Spider-Man movie and then she found out it was going to be terrible and she said, actually, <laughs> can, can I jump out of this, oh, please? She's a good agent. She has a very good agent. <laughs> very good agent. Uh, yeah, the, I think the, that's all that can be said about that, the right? The Fault in Our Stars. It, it did seem to place a little bit on the Matrix, you know, string in your heart. Yeah, a little it, bit. It wanted to play the Matrix notes. Well, she was the one. She Number one, she was the one. Number two, the world sort of fell away in bits and... Yeah, the big explosion. Zeros and ones. Uh, anyway, so we'll find out what that's about. I uh, guess. Fifty Shades of Grey. Mr. Grey will see you now. Oh, heavens. Heavens to Bessie. That I- is going to be... A cinema, it's going to be a nightmare for stars. Book your mum in. They're going to um, have to put down towels. Okay. They're going to be on. mops and no, squeegee that's... buckets. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I'm not one of these kind of guys that has a thing about Fifty Shades of Grey, but I do have a thing about people having a thing about Fifty uh, Shades of Grey. I don't get it. This is where all the ladies are going to be. Someone said to me, I was like, oh, it's just going to be mothers over the age of 35. <laughs> and I was like, I think some mothers under the age of 35 as well. Oh, yeah. I don't know why you're putting that age limit on it. But mothers, generally. Yeah. I, I feel like it's going to be really popular with women uh, older than a certain age, younger than a certain age. Yeah. The, the women who are of the certain age... Maybe, I don't know, maybe curious, but it's not as necessary for I them. Do, do you want to see it? I I have, I am curious. I have a morbid curiosity. A morbid, like I want, yeah. I want to see it because I know it'll be an awkward experience, whoever I go see it with. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all, all I'm saying is, uh, I wouldn't marry whoever I see it with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what that means. But anyway. You, you wouldn't take the copy of the movie home to your mother. No. No. no you wouldn't. I, I mean, you know, maybe you'd arrange for her to get a copy somehow. Yeah, let's, just, let's just take it one, uh, one shade at a time. That is going to be a steamy cinema. Oh. I'm telling you. Furious 7. Now, I've got to admit, I yeah. know we do this movie podcast. Yep. I've not seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. Now, I don't know if that makes me a bad movie fan. No, well, the, what I love is it's an untainted reaction, and you watch the trailer. I watched that trailer and went, holy shit, I want to see this film. Yeah, because this is the thing. I, I've watched the first 
Fast and Furious movie all those years ago. Like, people who are fans now weren't even born when they did that first Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. Uh, the Fast and the Furious, I think it was. It was back when it was steam-powered cars, back in 88 and 83. Well, this is what I love, is that the first one had such a simple prim- right, premise. Right, I thought this movie franchise was about racing cars. Wow, wow. That's that's one layer of the, the diesel <laughs> that's onion. That's why I'm so excited. Like, that's why I've never watched it before, because I'm like, <laughs> racing cars, I mean... I've seen cars, you they, know. They, the the thesis, the posit, if you will, from the Fast and the Furious uh, universe is that there are no problems that can't be fixed with without with with fast cars or guns or or, or women. Yeah, those are the three. If, if nice you have a message. problem, throw one of those three things at. I it. love the yeah, because in that trailer, how they send the cars out in like parachutes out of the. It's like any other movie. It's just a person parachuting in and the yeah, cars exactly. on the ground already. It doesn't go full-flung Transformers, though. It doesn't, yeah. like, the, the cars are not people. But the ca- Exactly. It has to be that the cars have their own parachutes and you're in the car. It's like I almost feel like I was watching a live-action Cars universe movie. Because, like, in Cars, everything is cars, right? Yeah. And that makes sense. And Fast and Furious, everything's cars, but Why? Why is everything cars? What I love about the the, the saga, right? And they've built it up. It's like its own Marvel universe now. But it's kind of like you watch number seven, you tune in for number seven, and it's ridiculous. It's freaking ridiculous because they've been adding all of these things along the way. So I'm going to have to watch 12 hours of lead up. Well, you probably are. But (laughs) this this is the thing. This is the flavor I get from it anyway. This is how I've been introduced to it is that, you know, they, they're, they're running around, there's a gang, and they're jacking cars, and they're racing cars, and, and the fans get on Facebook, or whatever the equivalent was, back in the MySpace, maybe, <laughs> I don't know, and say, yeah, it's good, but I, in my head, I reckon it'd be really great if, if, like, the cop that was chasing them was, like, The Rock. <laughs> and Vin Diesel is on there, and he likes it, and he says, guess what's happening next movie? <laughs> And, yes. so, and then, then The Rock comes in, and then, like, fans on Facebook, Facebook's invented by this stage, I think, say, oh, I think it's a bit, you know, terrible that Michelle Rodriguez got deaded. And Vin Diesel's commenting on the Facebook saying, or oh, did she? <laughs> you know, twist. So it's a, they, it's a little bit of the Expendables, where they're just like, look, what? And then Jason Statham is yeah. added for this movie. So it, oh, is, yeah. it feels very Expendables. Like, you know, who else can we add? It's 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 just fun. It's that they throw fun at the screen and see what sticks. Oh, that's fun. And I got a kind of a uh, night watch. What was it? Day watch vibe from it. Oh yeah. You know, day watch where they're dry. She's driving the Ferrari on the outside of the hotel. Oh, it rings rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the uh, the guy that did Wanted, Timur Bukatu, the, the Russian Russian guy. blockbuster guy. Yeah, yeah the yeah. incredible guy. He knows how to do things visually, which is a big leg up if you're doing <laughs> movies. Uh, indeed. Um, moving on. Uh, Hot Top Time Machine Two. I haven't seen the first one again. I, you know. I I'd rather seen- be honest. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going to be honest. I haven't but either. One of my favorite comedians, Camille Nanjiani, uh, has a bit role in this, and it looks fun. It was a very short trailer. It was just yeah. kind of the one of those like joke, 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 boom, out yeah. kind of trailers. Uh, but I'm I'm into it. I want to give it a go. I, it's kind of one of those 
the say the name of the movie is kind of saying, "Hey, this is a dumb name for a movie, so it's probably a dumb movie, but you'll love us for it," kind of thing. It feels like uh, in 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 many ways how snakes in a plane. Yeah, was, was that taken very seriously? This is taken very, you know, in in light hearted. Right. Kinda, yeah. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know, I've heard both derision and uh, fandom for the movie, so I'm curious. Now, Inside Out, oh, man. Like, that. Well, obviously, we were watching all these, like, short trailers, but then with a lot of them, we then click through to watch the full theatrical trailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inside Out, the new Pixar movie. Now, Pixar, no movie in 2014, and they're yeah. coming back with this one. And I remember reading the Wikipedia outline for this movie about a year ago and going, what the fuck are they doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, were you worrying? Were you pulling on your collar saying, Pixar, I thought we had an agreement here. Yeah, well, I mean, I trust Pixar. Yeah. But, you like, on paper, this story is, like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what is it? It's like seven or maybe it's five different emotions mm-hmm. uh, control everyone. And they've all got their own control panel inside people's heads. It's like Herman's head. In in 2015. Yeah. And if you got the Herman's Head reference, I couldn't be prouder of you, but you old, old person, you. But we were trying to find the um, the theatrical trailer. Yep. And we happened upon something that you hadn't seen, and I hadn't seen either, which was they, they very creatively used all the past Pixar films yeah. to demonstrate all the different emotions. They're like, fear, disgust, blah, blah, blah. So they showed, even went back to Bug's life, and I'm like, well, that's a blast from the past, isn't yeah. it? Um, uh, and then they kind of do a little, and I thought that was quite a nice. Also, that was like, good, yeah. Because it's like, if you're a movie studio like Pixar, you want to yeah. use that collective weight of... <laughs> They're like, Pixar, it's just Pixar on the screen. They reach out and they grab you, and you uh, sorry, Pixar, what are you doing? And they're like, no, 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 go, go with us, go with us. And they pick you up, and they bend you, and you're like, Pixar? It's like, no, no, no <laughs> trust us, trust us. And they be- and they start playing you like a harp. And you're like, but a Pixar, ooh. Pixar, ooh. And Pixar's like, you like that? You like us playing you like a harp? Yeah. And that's what happens. They did that with our emotions. They did. Our, our control room. Our-, our Herman's head. Yeah. So that's got to be, uh, I mean, there's just, like, basically no duds. Like, Cars 2. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, I know what you mean. I wouldn't, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, holy shit, Jurassic World. Now, we've talked about this on the show before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a little bit of more footage in there. And right. a little, I, I, I think maybe our first look at the monster. Yeah, we got at an the, eye. At the, and, and we got a foot. We got a foot. We got we got a back, I think, as well. Oh, we running baby a got back. An yeah. aerial, aerial back shot. Now, wait, were you impressed by this trailer? Yeah. I think the, some of the effects were refined as well since yeah. our last look yeah. at everything. Um, and and ev- the last shot at the end, the kids are in the bubble and the dinosaurs attacking them. And that's the only shot in this trailer that I thought to myself, <laughs> you know, I, right. the one challenge for for me, especially, I don't know if it's for other people, the one challenge in going to see that movie is caring about those kids. And, oh. and, and if the movie can do that, you know, kudos to your movie. You've right, done right. a very good job. But I was really pleasantly surprised with everything else because uh, the really cool thing for me was seeing uh, Chris Pratt in the raptor pen. 
and he, he's talking to them like yeah, dolphins. He's, wrangling he's like them. wrangling them. Yeah, that's very cool. Because we we got a hint of that in the the bigger trailer where he's on the motorbike and the raptors are all around him, like running and not yeah. killing him. And we saw that again this time around. But this was the first time where it's like, and it reminds me of the book, the first book, and yeah. we might have gone into this where it was the whole dilemma of if you're creating these animals in a lab, you can create them any way you want. And why not create animals that look like the real thing but are actually quite tame and civilised? Uh. And and in the book, it's the uh, Sir Richard Attenborough character, the John Hammond, that says, no, 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 they have to be the real animals. And the geneticists are trying to tell him they're not the real animals. You're creating <laughs> these in a lab. You know? right, yeah. Uh, but it's interesting that this, I guess, I guess, like, it was interesting I heard a comment that was like, oh, this is a monster movie. Like, yeah. almost in like a disappointed way. Which yeah. is like, what is it if not a monster movie? But I guess it's like, it's that big bad kind of monster kind of thing as opposed to a general thriller. Or like, what would you call the original well, this Jurassic is, Park? This is, I think Jura- the original Jurassic Park did so many things just pitch perfect. And this yeah. could even tie into, we're also going to be talking about Terminator. Mm. And this this flows into Terminator quite well, I think, is that it's so hard to to create another story in that same universe that does everything in such a perfect balance. Because to me, it's like it's a story about the natural world, the science of it all, yeah. um, the, the mankind, the Promethean kind of, you know, look but don't touch, you know, too late. I've already had sex with it. You know what I mean? Like like people going too far in in science, yeah, scientific yeah. terms, uh, and as well as like the just the general not a horror movie, but that kind of monster feel. To you it. know what I love? I don't know if it was in the original trailer, but they put a number on it. There's twenty thousand people in that park. We get uh, that number, yeah. And I'm like, I mean, I, that shot where the woman gets picked up by the. By the, I think it's a pterodactyl or some similar airborne dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, like surely that 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 crowd's going to get decimated. Oh, one can only hope. So I want, de- and I mean by the literal definition of decimation, two thousand people in the park will die. Yeah, because that's the thing. If there's not a mass slaughter of people in that movie. That's got to be the most unrealistic thing. Yeah. People's gonna die. Yeah. 20,000 people in Jurassic World. Come on. That's when you... To me, the story of Jurassic Park is the story of when you're a kid going to a zoo. Mm. And it's like, like Jurassic Park is to adults what a zoo must feel like to a kid. Because you always, this is how I felt going to a zoo, you feel like if the animal really wanted to, it could burst out of the cage and kill you. Yeah. And the only thing stopping from it, stopping it from doing that is, I don't know, adult magic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's just been fed. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, that too, I guess. Whereas as an adult, you, you have, you know, you, not an un... You know, you you don't disrespect the animals, yeah. But you also do have the mindset of I don't know. I think it's safe. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it? There's like a measles outbreak at Disneyland or something at the moment. Yeah. So if if Disney if Disneyland can't control the measles, yeah. How how much can Jurassic World control their dinosaurs? Exactly. Exactly. People gonna die. Like yeah, yeah. Like the first Jurassic Park 
was unrealistic in its expectations, and it did not shoot so high. Yeah. As yeah. this new one, yeah. Uh, Minions, I have, we didn't watch the trailer, but I didn't even know that movie was coming, so that's kind of cool. There are a lot of people who are really looking forward to Minions and really excited about it. I, like, I'm curious as to whether there'll be any talking in it. Is it just the Minions? That would be kind of impressive. Should we watch the trailer? Nah. Okay. Don't worry, but people can go and... It, we have watched a lot of trailers We've watched already. so many trailers, to be fair. I just wanted to mention Minions. Anyway, um, Kingsman, The Secret Service. Now, this is... We watched this and we also watched Spy, which I don't think was actually a Super Bowl ad uh, no. with Melissa McCarthy. But, but it's it was a related, yeah. Yeah, it interesting. It, it automatically... YouTube automatically loaded it for us. So we're like, <laughs> it'd be rude not to. Um, uh, it's interesting, these these kind of spy comedy movies that are kind of... Is it? Is it... A response like like Casino Royale with David Niven back in you know the sixties when you know James Bond was first coming to the screen. Is this a response to the resurgence of the of the uh, Daniel Craig Bond, or is it is it separate? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's very interesting. Or the Austin Powers while Pierce Brosnan was popular. Like, is it is it is I, it related? It's very interesting to me when Bourne hit. The ah. uh, the Matt Damon born and and I I always had a lot of time for Matt Damon, but when they write the history books about Matt Damon, they, and and they're not consulting me, they're not saying, "Hey Anthony, what do you think?" My understanding is that Matt Damon was like a a B, you know, grade celebrity, like a really big deal, and he's got an Oscar, and he knows what he's doing, but he's a B, he's a you know, he's not an A like yeah. you know someone else. And then Bourne comes along and it's like, oh, Matt Damon, it turns out you're an A. We didn't even know. Come to all the A parties now. Mm. And and Bourne, I think to a large degree, was the reason why they said, Pierce, uh, you, you've been a great Bond, except for that last, last one. Uh, it's time to go with a bit of Daniel Craig now. And Pierce yeah. is saying, well, he's blonde. And we don't think people will care <laughs> when they see the footage that we, we've already shot it. Yes, Pierce. <laughs> now, can you please get out of here? At one point, Quentin Tarantino was talking about he wanted to, it was either write or direct. I, I think he wanted to write the next Bond and have uh, one of his friends, what's his name? Uh, American Beauty, Sam Mendes. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, direct his written script. And he never got the chance. And, and it, w- it would be a shame, I think, because uh, I think a movie, a Bond movie directed by Sam Mendes would have been really, really good. Didn't he? He did. He did. He did. He did. But Quentin didn't write it. He did um, so it's, He did Skyfall. He did He's Skyfall. Doing He's right. doing the next one as okay. well. I'm glad I picked but, up um, on you. <laughs> Otherwise, that would have gone, that, gone past unchecked. That could have gone much tighter. And, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm drooling at the mouth. I, I can't apologize. No. Sam Mendes uh, nailed it with Skyfall. Um, he, really, oh, he really did. But he, yeah, so this is Colin, uh, Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Um, um, Matthew Vaughan is the director. Yeah, and I get really excited about Matthew Vaughan because he was a producer behind the scenes of a lot of early Guy Ritchie movies mm. like Lockstock, uh, Snatch, and uh, he did Stardust, which to a lot of people, um, The Princess Bride, which is the eighties, yeah. and it, it's an incredible movie. It's Carrie Yules and Robin Wright and and Wallace Shawn, who's the voice of the T Rex in Toy Story, and uh, Anigo Montoya. Mm. Uh, and 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 Andre the Giant plays a giant in it's an, if you've never seen the Princess Bride you've got to you know rent 
Get off your internet right now and watch its incredible movie. And Star, a lot of people were comparing it. Stardust. You know, oh, Stardust is finally the Princess Bride of the new, right. you know, whatever, decade. Which is a Neil Gaiman novel. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm talking in bloody, you know, tangents. But the point yeah. is that Matthew Vaughan has always been a guy, at least for me. He's been on the scene for a couple of years and he seems to be picking things based on how exciting they are and what he can do with them. Yeah. You know what? In, cool. in the same way, it's like the director's version of when an actor plays a really ugly character with a fake nose. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And it's usually a really good performance. And you say, yeah, they're a good actor because they play ugly people. <laughs> It's like the director's version of that, which is they just do these wild, crazy, yeah, imaginative yeah. movies. Uh, what, what else has he done? Kick-Ass? Oh, okay. That, that was him. I'm wearing my Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah, you are, too. <laughs> you know, this? I'm wearing my Kick-Ass jumper. I didn't even notice. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I was, um, just, I was X- just checking. So it's based- X- X-Men so- First Class. So oh. he is responsible for the new, you know, X-Men. Ah, so the action and stuff should be quite- Quite oh, smashing. Yeah. Oh, he knows what uh, he's doing. I did want to say it's always interesting when a, the first movie in a series, in what you would assume might be a series, but or just the, a movie yep. that isn't a sequel, has a subtitle. That's always curious. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I was like, oh, this must be based on something for them to put in a, a subtitle. So it's called Kingsman, The Secret Service. Turns out it's based on a comic book called The Secret Service. Uh, so that's okay. a curious... Uh, I guess they couldn't just call it the Secret Service. So is the second episode the secret of the secret castle? Or, <laughs> where, what is it? Yeah, yeah, that was must, must Kingsman, be, uh, the secret castle, secret castle guard. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So that, that looks like a lot of fun. Uh, and Spy with Melissa McCarthy. That looks like although Jude Law doing an American accent, that was a bit jarring. Yeah, don't you reckon? Yeah, especially when in a spy movie, you're like just making British. And hasn't he done? Like American accents in the past, yeah, I'm sure and, he has, and, and better. Yeah, that that was maybe it's just because it was spy. So I was like, oh, Jude Law is like a British spy. That makes sense. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, Ma- maybe he did it spot on, perfect. And they the director yells, cut, and it's Paul Feig, so he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he comes yeah. up and he says, Jude, baby, I loved it with your accent. Can it be a bit more hokey? Mm. We're gonna go again, hokey, Jude, hokey. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. what I imagine has happened. So, I imagine so. Yeah. Do you know, I was once in a room with Jude Law. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, Did you end up pregnant? <laughs> uh, um, he won't part child support. Um, <laughs> but uh, what was funny, I, I won't go into why I was there, but basically... <laughs> The whole, the whole. Story. Did he know you were there? No, he didn't at all. Oh, okay. It was a room full of you know many people. Was it a one way mirror? It was one of those things where everyone knew that Jude Law was there, but nobody wanted to be like, "Oh my god, oh, Jude Law yeah, was there." Yeah, yeah. And but what's beautiful is that the guy directly behind Jude Law didn't know that Jude Law was directly behind him, and he announced quite loudly to his friend, "I'm going to go outside and have a fag." I was in Britain, so that's okay. Yep. Uh, that kind of terminology. That's how they say it. That's how they say it. Yep. I was shocked. I was a bit like, he was allowed to say, I was like, oh, in Britain, that's actually, that's fine. It's not, it's not a problem at all. My brain was like, oh, that's, you can't say it. it's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then Jude Law swings around, hand on the shoulder. Hey, mate, can I get a cigarette? This guy ends up having a smoke with Jude Law. 
Wow. He goes from zero to 60 in (laughs) one second. He didn't even need to fasten his seatbelt. He didn't at all. And I just thought, I just ended, I was like, I wasn't that guy smoking, but I just, that snapshot of the shock from that guy, just hearing some guy trying to bum a cigarette and then it was Jude Law. I, I will always feel joy for that man. Yeah. For that experience. Yeah. That's my Jude Law story. Bender. But that's the word, you know, you go over there, you say, oh, is it okay to say fag here? And they say, yeah, fag's fine. And you go, oh, good, because I was worried, you know, and then the end of my bender. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, okay. I'd be in, and that's where they pull you up and say, yeah, oh, we're going to have to stop okay. you right there. That's not okay. So that's part one. Ho, ho, ho. We have had a lot of fun today, haven't we, Paul? Uh, so we actually, re- we've recorded the rest and it went so long that we're like, let's split it in two. Mm-hmm. So uh, part two of our Super Bowl trailer roundup uh, is the next episode. Go, You can go listen to it now. So if you didn't find the movie that you wanted to listen to here, it's, uh, it's either in part two or... Uh... <laughs> it's... it's... It's on the so, internet. Yeah. Uh, so in the next episode, we'll talk about Seventh Son, Unfinished Business, Tomorrowland, Tattoo, and Terminator Genesis. Fantastic. Uh, I can't wait. Cool. Well, we'll see you there. See you there. Bye. <laughs> and a quick reminder, you can tweet us at MovieAutopsy. Uh, you can also uh, listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, podcast apps on your smartphone. It's as easy as that. See you in part two. <laughs>